All right, everyone. Before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Competing with friends in fantasy doesn't stop at the final whistle. And on Champions Round, you can take your fantasy game to the next level since they are the micro-fantasy sports platform. Champions Round is the only round-based fantasy sports game with four to six week long fantasy competitions. So they break up the season into small chunks, giving you more chances to draft the perfect team and of course, to win. You can do your mock drafts, play PPR, play with friends, with family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app right now and use code DQ when you download. This is very important. It's very important. Use code DQ when you download because if you do, you get $22 free. And that's $22 like the king, Derrick Henry. Download the Champions Round app on the App Store or Google Play Store to play today. All right. And now let's get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, coming to you especially happy, titillated on a Friday because, Michelle, week one of fantasy is upon us. We are going into it. We are recording this on a Thursday night to be in your earballs on a Friday morning. We are watching football this evening, and it is fantasy time. Let's go, baby. Tighten up. Let's it go. Is- It is time. We are literally hours away from Thursday Night Football kickoff. So while we will not not be talking about who to start and sit in those games because you'll be listening to it too late, just know that our genuine excitement is that in a matter of hours, football kicks off. I'm just going to say, go Tom Brady. I do have him in our DQ Fantasy League. That is all I will say about that. We will see how that works out for you because I uh, I have Dak Prescott in mind. So this is Ooh. going to be a very fun start to the season. It's a big um, night. I think that I think that um, I think it's going to be a very exciting one. I think I I'm bouncing out of my shoes right now because I can't wait to get to my TV and watch the pregame coverage. So we're probably going to be talking at a mile a minute. Um, <laughs> but before we get into today's episode and we talk all things fantasy. You know what time it is? Oh, it must be that time. Must be must be time for just one thing with Kate. Are your spidey senses tingling? Because I've got a really, re- it, it blends itself perfectly with tonight and this weekend. I have a really exciting development. Oh, okay. Get, I, waste no time. Tell us what it is. Okay. All right. The theme of today's just one thing is treat yourself. And you want to know Why? Why? (laughs) Because I woke up this morning, Michelle, on a Thursday. I'm thinking it's fucking football day. Let's go. It's Christmas. We were waiting for Christmas Eve yesterday. Today, it's Christmas Day. We're, We're catching this game at 820 Eastern Standard Time. You know what I did this morning to treat myself because I was so excited? I had dumplings for breakfast at 10 a.m. I had dumplings it's what i wanted because i wanted to treat myself to make this the perfect day of the year wow uh from where please tell me more like are these breakfast dumplings like what kind of dumplings did you have this morning 
Well, just rest assured, this is not, this is only the tip of the iceberg for just one thing. So there's a little bit more, a little bit more, but the dumplings are my favorite thing at Trader Joe's. Ah. They are the pork gyoza. That's how you say it. Um, My boyfriend says goiza, which is absolutely wrong, but (laughs) the pork gyoza, I boil it in water and then I put, listen to this shit, listen to it. I mix dumpling sauce from Trader Joe's, mix the dumpling sauce, cut it half and half, add one part that, one part balsamic vinaigrette. Weird. Really? Okay, man. Yeah. Now you got me thinking about dumplings. I'm glad for you that you treated yourself to those this morning, but now I really want some. Okay, so here is how this relates to football, because it's treat yourself day, sure, whatever, I had dumplings at 10 in the morning. It's now on the record, now you all know. And then I was thinking this morning, wouldn't it be nice, wouldn't it be nice if we could put, if we could make football Sunday dumplings? So what if you put put hot sauce, put buffalo sauce, put barbecue sauce yeah. on your dumplings? And deep do fry them. Do that? Put them, in your, put them in your air fryer all day. I mean, think about it. When you get dumplings, they're either steamed or they're, or they're fried. So I think fried dumplings with some kind of hot sauce of sorts uh, for football Sunday makes perfect sense. Why not? I think so too. All right. So that that is that, right? Yeah. Um, where is this going? This just one thing is I'm like really confused. Where where are we there, going with this? There's more. Okay. There's more. I'm this meandering so because so I'm more so than, excited. It's, it's more than one thing. This That was my thought on dumplings to treat yourself. <laughs> then after we get off of this recording we are both gonna go watch thursday night football treat yourself okay and then i was thinking to myself why am i being so selfish why can't we spread the love with our listeners so if you are listening to today's episode we have a very exciting treat yourself thing if you want to go treat yourself today right now as you're listening go to yourdraftqueens.com slash merch M-E-R-C-H. And you, as of today, we have brand new merchandise on our website. First time ever. Go get some shit. Treat yourself. And if you're not following us on socials, we're going to be dropping promo codes on Instagram and Twitter. So if you're listening and you don't follow us, go follow us on socials. We have some really exciting giveaways this season. Like, we have some treat yourself moments, Michelle. It's very exciting stuff. <laughs> I just have to say. So Kate's been working on our merch drop for a long time. Round of applause to Kate because she's wanted to do it. We're finally there. It's here. Go get it. If you like dad hats, we like them too. So you can have one. But I cannot believe how long it took you in just one thing to get to the merch drop. I would have thought you would have came on the mic so hot and I, I would have just thought just one thing would have been like, we have merch. Like, I thought you would have gone straight to it. But man, you really, um, you beat around the dumpling bush to get there, huh? I, I often do beat around the <laughs> dumpling or food bush. So we finally got there. But I told you there was, there was a reason for this. And that is why it's my just one thing. Uh, I hope everyone who's listening can go treat themselves. Um, but that is not the point of today's episode. The point of today's episode is to get into our next segment. Before we do, Michelle, do you want to help our listeners treat themselves any further or can we get right into it? I just think before we get into it, we should just be very clear. Merch, dad hats, t-shirts, stickers, 
a very dope sticker, I might say indeed, with our coin uh, phrase of no crystal ball. Kate, thank you for getting our merch store up and running. You're Everyone, welcome. go check it out. As Kate said, we'll post more on our socials about it. But what a heck of a way to kick off football season. DQ That's merch, right. baby. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Um, check it out. Don't, well, definitely at tag us if something is wrong with the merch store. Let us yes, know because we, we would like to know. get you the merch ASAP so you can rock it out for your football seasons. That's all I'll say on the merch. Okay, so this week's episode, we are going to dig into the first week of fantasy football. We're going to get deep into stardom, sit but I had three quick little facts that I just wanted to make sure everyone was aware of before the episode starts. We will get into it a little bit more. Um, the Houston Texans officially named veteran Tyrod Taylor their starting QB. We've been talking so much about this throughout the season. Mm-hmm. There it is. The flag is in the ground. That's who the starter is. Um, also, very key injuries at the beginning of this season that are scary for fantasy players. Austin Eckler, maybe a hamstring injury already? No official report, but he definitely got injured in practice. Let's hope that it doesn't create a big issue for week one, but that is a very scary headline um, to read uh, this week going into Sunday football. Um, Also going into Sunday football, very much more gut-wrenching news for the Baltimore Ravens. First, it was J.K. Dobbins that was out. Now it's Gus Edwards with with uh, with a season-ending potentially injury. Um, my original fact was going to be that the Ravens added Le'Veon Bell, LOL, and I was just wondering why on earth would you do such a thing? But it's bizarre because they added Lev Bell before Gus Edwards got hurt. Do I think Lev Bell's going to be like the number one guy there? Absolutely not. But either way, the poor Baltimore Ravens are now hurt. Again, in the running back position, we'll get into it a little bit more in stardom sitting, but I just need to make sure that I reiterated those three very important football facts going into week one. Basically like a mini huddle, right? Like you're doing our mini wrap up just before we get into start and sit because we need to know what happened in the last couple of days before we get into the weekend. We got to know. So Ex- I appreciate that, Michelle. Exactly. We had to know we're going to get deep into stardom sitting, and I think that it's time we do that. Okay, so if you don't remember how this this episode works, on Friday it's our flagship episode, and we will do this episode um, broken into two parts. There's the starts and there's the sits. We're going to tell you exactly who you should play and who you should not play on your fantasy roster. So let's get into it. Start them, sit them for week one of football. All right, Michelle, let's get into stardom, sit-em, starting with who to start in week one. And before we get into our stardom, sit-em segment, I just want to give a quick shout out to our stardom, sit-em segment presenting sponsor for the very first episode for this season, which is Champions Round. Champions Round is a four to six week micro fantasy sports app. You can download the app on the App Store or on the Google Play Store. Use the code DQ. Do you hear me? Use the code DQ when you sign up. And I will tell you why. Because you will get $22 free, 22, 
like the king, Derrick Henry, and the reason that you're getting $22 like Derrick Henry, who you should be starting this week if you have him, is because you can get in there, play some micro fantasy sports, and beat the house, beat Champions Round if you can. So Michelle and I will be on there, but thank you, Champions Round. We love you for sponsoring this segment, and go check them out and download on the App Store using DQ today. With that, Michelle, I think it's time to get into who to actually start. So where do you want to start? Well, I think we're going to start at the running backs. And you already gave one of the uh, one of the biggest names uh, away here in Derrick Henry. And, uh, you know, as I was prepping for Stardom Sidham and, you know, prepping my own teams for this week, you know, we said this, you know, sort of at the end of last season when you're going into the playoffs. And I think the same thing holds true for week one. Don't get cute. Don't get cute in week one, okay? Play your studs, unless one of those people is injured. But, like, you're literally coming off of your drafts probably in the last three to five days. Play your studs. It's week one. That's that's the only thing that you can, like, you know, nothing in fantasy is guaranteed. However, you're not going to start getting cute and be like, oh, well, I drafted this guy in, like, the seventh round, and maybe I should put him in. No. Who did you draft in the beginning rounds? Who are your top players? That's who you're playing. So for this episode, I'm not going to tell you, play Derrick Henry, play Alvin Kamara, play Christian McCaffrey, because you are doing that. You're obviously doing that, or you would not have drafted them in your first round. I think what we want to get into is a couple of those maybe fringe guys. Maybe you're playing this person in your second RB spot. Yes. Maybe you're playing this person in your flex spot, but you really should be playing your studs. I will repeat this for every for every position, but don't get cute. It's week one. You know who you should be playing. So we're going to give you a couple others that could be, like I said, maybe a backup running back, maybe a flex player. That leads me to Raheem Mostert. I talked about him a lot last season. There was definitely some injuries. There was definitely some injuries and issues in San Francisco, but I think San Francisco is rebuilding. I think Raheem Mostert is, is, healthy and rip raring to go and if you have him uh congrats to you I did not manage to snag him in any of my leagues but play him I think he's got a great matchup this week against Detroit and uh I I I think he's I think he's gonna have a great season just oh man fingers and toes crossed barring any any um you know injuries the guy's good Yeah, and our dear 49ers were just riddled with injuries last year. So my hope is that Raheem Mostert comes out hot out of the gate. Um, I do think it's it's interesting uh, that, like you said, no cute stuff. Keep it tight. Play your starters. Play your studs. Um, I do think it's interesting that the Niners have a couple of rookies on the team. They've got Trey Sermon. We've all heard about. There's also Elijah Mick. Uh, Mitchell. And then uh, from last season, if you remember, Jamichael Hasty, who was playing a bunch of, he was taking a bunch of balls. Um, it's interesting who the committee core is, but I do think that Raheem Mostert is absolutely a starter. Um, so I'm excited about that one, Michelle. I am. I feel very excited about him and uh, hope that he has a great first week. If you've got him, get him in your lineup. Uh, another another name uh, that I think you should, you know, look at having in your lineup. Again, one I wasn't able to snag, was definitely on my list in the late rounds. I like Chase Edmonds, especially in PPR. I think Kyler Murray is, is going to be coming in guns blazing. Everybody's got him ranked up in that top three QB slot. Remains to be seen. Season hasn't started yet, but they definitely like to pass. 
He likes to run a little bit, but I think Chase Edmonds is a really strong uh, pass-catching running back, and I think the Cardinals um, you know, are, are going to start this season strong, and I think Chase Edmonds is a really, a really good candidate to, to help carry that team. Yeah, um, running backs are also, let's, let's call a spade a spade. We should have said this at the top. I should have mentioned it. Running backs are hard to get this season. Good running backs are not easy to get. So this is just a general pro tip right now. If you're looking at your lineup and you're saying, oh, maybe I'm, you know, not deep enough on the running back position. Good. Take some of our advice. Go pick up some running backs who are potential RB1s, RB2s, because running backs get injured a lot and they will slip through your cracks. If you get boned with running backs, you are not going to win your fantasy league. So agree on Chase Edmonds. I've got him actually in my flex for one of my leagues. There you go. I can't wait to play him. He will be playing on my team this week against the Titans. Um, Last but certainly not least, at least in my book, (sighs) I wanted to talk about um, the Ravens because it's an interesting opportunity, right? If we're talking about start and sit, Gus Edwards is out potentially as of today when we're quote unquote reporting this Gus Edwards is out for the season potentially with an ACL tear um, which is terrible given it was on the Wednesday before the season starts so I'm feeling I am feeling for the Ravens between J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards so now it's kind of it's kind of a prove yourself moment in uh, in Baltimore. And uh, there's three running backs to just keep an eye on because one of them should be sitting in your starting position. We've got Tyson Williams, who is the technical RB2 behind Gus Edwards, now RB1. Keep an eye on that because now there's Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman, who got signed to a practice squad um, with with the Ravens. I think it'll be very interesting to see them duke it out. Will they take it by committee? Will they just give the floor and spotlight to one or two guys? I don't know. Do you have a feeling on it? Well, I had Gus Edwards in one of my leagues, and so uh, I was quickly on the waiver wire, and I went right to Tyson Williams. I think that's the pickup. He was already number two there. He's obviously been practicing and playing with the team, so uh, he, he that's where he was. He was already lined up to be there. Le'Veon rejoining. This is this is another Le'Veon Bell special, everybody. He probably thinks that the Baltimore Ravens have a chance at winning a ring. He wants to play with Lamar Jackson, so that's why he's playing there. We all saw how that went for him and the Chiefs. The Chiefs didn't win, and he sucked there. So uh, great on them to pick him up, I guess. Maybe he could see a little bit more you know, action, but I think the look here is if you had – Gus, and now your hands are tied. I think you go to Tyson Williams. The Devonta Freeman deal is like pending. It's like who even know? Like it's not there yet. And even and even if that goes if that goes through, I even see Devonta Freeman being more useful there as like a goal line touchdown scorer than I see Le'Veon Bell. So um, I had the Gus bus in my start, uh, and unfortunately, due to injury, that was a quick change, but. Uh, get on those waivers. Uh, I think Tyson Williams uh, was already someone that folks were saying maybe stash for later in the season, but now it's his time. So I think you got to get him in. Mm-hmm. That's or, right. That's or, right. Or you at least maybe want to snag him, right? Like if you had some, if you if you had Gus and you had you know someone else to to slot in there. I'm not saying that Tyson is like a plug and play. You're still rolling the dice a little bit here. But if you if you want to talk waiver wire, it's you got to go get him. 
I would agree. If he's available on your waivers, go ahead and go off. But all that to say, um, for running backs, player studs, it's the same advice for every position, but especially for quarterbacks. So I took a um, let's let's pivot to who to start for quarterbacks. I think most obviously play the people that you drafted. If you drafted a quarterback one, keep them. I don't know even if this year it's worth, I, I think it's a bit different than our season last year when we were talking about fantasy in that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of depth at that position. So in one of my leagues, Michelle, I don't have a backup quarterback and I think that's okay for some players. So definitely draft whoever you drafted first in your QB slot, player studs. Now, with that being said, there are some folks that we should keep an eye on, and some are more obvious, right? It's like the Patrick Mahomeses of the world with 28.9 points per game on fantasy. Like, that is unheard of. Yeah, it's crazy. So obviously you're, you're, playing, you're playing the Mahomeses, the Allens, the Rodgers, the Bradys. You're playing all those guys. Don't get cute. Play the studs. I think a couple of cool names to talk about in this first season or in this first, you know, week that are a little bit interesting is, is, uh, is Jalen Hurts. You know, I mean, I personally am not a huge fan of the way that he plays and I'm not super bullish on the Eagles. However, they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is not good. Um, if you are in a league that allows you to play a super flex, maybe you could play Hurts as your, you know, as your second quarterback. You're probably not starting him Ooh man, maybe you are depending on where you drafted in in your uh, in your draft. But either way, I think he's got a good matchup this week. Um, ATL defense is uh, is not great, and so um, if there was ever a moment for the Eagles, you know, to come out and and win, I think this would be the moment. So um, one to keep an eye on, you know, for sure is is Jalen Hurts. Um, there's also there's some debuts happening here. Trevor Lawrence. We've talked a lot about him in the offseason. Uh, for the Jags. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some Jags wide receivers as well. Um, but what do you think? Does he have a big debut? Like, I kind of think he does. I kind of think he's ready to rock. Um, and they're playing Houston. Nobody's excited about Houston. That that was, you're taking the words right out of my mouth. If if there's any team, there's a, a couple, there's a handful of teams I would be very excited to start against as my very first NFL start ever at the helm. I would say a really good one for Trevor Lawrence is to start against the Houston Texans, who don't really have their shit together, and also just lost J.J. Watt, and just generally, it's a new regime over there. So he could have a day. I mean, I am keeping my eye on Trevor Lawrence for sure. Um, I'm also keeping my eye on Jimmy G, our boy Jimmy G. Um San Francisco has a really great matchup this week against the Lions, and it's very possible that Garoppolo is on your waivers. So give him a look. I'm keeping an eye on him too. And then there's the Rams, uh, most specifically the debut of Matt Stafford at QB1 uh, rather than when he was on the Lions. So uh, Matt Stafford with the Rams, I'm excited for. The spread looks pretty good in their win versus Chicago. And uh, I think they could have some, they've got some depth there too. So keep an eye on those three. Those are kind of my, those are my bets, Michelle. I dig it. And look, we're talking a little bit about Trevor Lawrence, which I think is a perfect segue into, you know, some starters for the wide receiver position. I really like LaVisca Chenault Jr. I really like DJ Chark Jr. And uh, sorry, <laughs> one's a junior. The other one's not. DJ Chark's not a junior. <laughs> um, I like these two guys. 
I liked them last year. I think they definitely showed a lot of promise, but there was obviously some quarterback issues in Jacksonville. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to bring something new to this team. And again, they're playing Houston. So I think if you've got one of these guys in your lineup, they may not be your number one. They could be a really strong number two. They could be a good flex. Um, definitely some players and a, and a team in general in the Jaguars, you know, to keep an eye on, um, especially in this first week. So I'm pretty high on them. I think I'm extra high on them because they're playing Houston. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I am also, I'm just going to toss some more names in there because I, I drafted Corey Davis, and I know that it's the Jets, but I'm actually very excited to see how they fare against Carolina. I think that's actually a pretty good matchup for them. So I may throw out there that if you're looking... Take a look at Corey Davis and the Jets. I'm very excited for that matchup versus Carolina. The reason I'm excited for that is because it's a new era without Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Let's see how it goes for the Jets. Let's give them a try. And remember that Corey Davis had magnetic hands last season on the Titans when he was needed, but there were just too many targets for him to shine. So I feel like if he is indeed like their their go-to guy, then I'm excited for him. I think that could be a good look too. Be very interesting, his debut as a New York Jet. Um, you mentioned this wide receiver, I think when we were going through team breakdowns and, you know, with Michael Thomas, you know, being out in uh, – in New Orleans and, you know, Jameis Winston being named, you know, the uh, the number one there. What do we think about Marquez Callaway? Like, if there was ever a time for this guy to, like, step up and get some catches and get the looks, it's it's early in the season while Michael Thomas is out. So maybe some, folks, maybe some folks snagged him late. Again, he's probably not your number one wide receiver. You're playing your stud wide receivers, your Tyreek Hills, your A.J. Browns. Those guys are in your lineup, obviously. Um, but again, if you're looking at, you know, a flex or, or, or a deep flex kind of situation, if there was ever a time, it would be early in the season for this guy because – Michael Thomas is out. He could get a lot of looks, obviously, from a defensive perspective. Everyone's going to have their eyes on Kamara. Um, No disrespect. You know, I don't think Jameis Winston has a huge week, um, but he can throw it. So let's see. He can throw it. We know that. So like I said, might might be a little bit of a stretch, one to keep an eye on, but certainly uh, it's it's going to be in these first couple of weeks where um, this guy can actually, you know, make or break the rest of his season without that star mm-hmm. in their lineup. So uh, one, one, another one to keep an eye on in uh, wide receiver land, Marquez Calloway. Yeah, and if you're, if for whatever reason, listen, do not keep it cute, but if you are getting stuck on wide receivers, look at Justin Jackson maybe and keep an eye on Austin Eckler. We don't know what's going to happen there, um, but if you're really in a bind and you don't know who to start, Take a look at Justin Jackson on the Chargers. He may be there starting uh, at least for this week, so you can stream a wide receiver. But um, we'll see how that fares. And uh, and then and then we should talk tight ends because we uh, because tight ends have an interesting place in the league this this year. Michelle, I I got a few guys again. Don't get cute. Player studs. Travis Kelsey is obviously in your lineup. So is Darren Waller. Uh, a couple of guys that probably still ended up drafting fairly, fairly high and pro- and and are your number one Q, uh, uh, number one tight ends if you didn't get one of those top guys. I like Robert Tunyon, you know, in Green Bay. Obviously, he's kind of touchdown dependent. Um, so I'm putting my eggs in the please score a touchdown uh, basket for him. I do have him in my league. I do have him in uh, in my lineup against New Orleans. So let's hope that he catches a touchdown. 
um, very touchdown dependent. I mean, a lot of these tight ends are, are touchdown dependent. That's kind of how the, the position goes, unless you are a, a Travis Kelsey or a Darren Waller. But um, I like Tanya this week. Um, I like Mike Gusecki uh, of Miami. Um, again, I think, you know, there's there's a few, uh, you know, few changes have gone over there. Two is going to probably come out guns blazing. Um, they've got a pretty decent run game, but their wide receiver core isn't great. Um, so I think Mike Gusecki sees a lot of action um, in this first week and probably beyond for uh, for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like those. I'll throw my two cents in the mix, too. As you're grasping at straws, listening to this show, trying to figure out who to start for your tight end position. But um, if you're looking for some folks, maybe, again, look at Zach Ertz uh, against the Falcons. The Falcons have no defense. And also, I I would assume that Jalen Hurts will want to lean on a veteran to throw to. So take a look at Zach Ertz for week one. And also take a look at Austin Hooper against the Chiefs. I know it seems counterintuitive, but... The Chiefs are really bad on defense, really horrible. And um, we'll see if that plays out for Austin Hooper. But I think if the Browns have anything going for them, then perhaps it's perhaps it's that. Maybe it's looking at a uh, non-rookie like Austin Hooper. All right. And last but not least, our favorite thing, Kate, we're not going to stream defenses quite yet because it's the first week, so we don't need to do that. Hopefully you drafted someone you feel good about. I would say the defenses that I lean towards you know, this week, again, Jacksonville versus Houston. I do not think Houston has their shit together yet um, at all. Remain, remains to actually be seen, but I don't feel good about it. So uh, I like you know Jacksonville preying on that. I also really like the Bills D against Pittsburgh. Um, I, I've said it. Many times in the offseason, I don't feel a ton of confidence in Pittsburgh. I feel a lot of confidence in the Bills, and I think the Bills are, you know, the Bills have a lot to prove, and they're coming out to go to the championship this year. So um, I, I really like their defense against Pittsburgh this week. I'm not shocked that you didn't mention this other one, but I am feeling really, I think I'm feeling good. I, I may be judging the Dolphins of the past, but I'm feeling really good about the Patriots against the um against the Dolphins. And I think that the Patriots have one of the better defenses in the league full stop. So if they do end up being available, at least for week one, stream them. They're going to look really, really great this year. And maybe someone you can pocket on your team for a couple of weeks. So you're not streaming all the time. So I would say uh, pick up the Patriots if they're available. The spread isn't too wide because I really don't know how the Patriots will be, but I do know that their defense will be phenomenal. All right, well, I think that's all of our uh, recommended starts for week one. Shall we? Um, uh, I can't believe that. We are. We did it. We did our starts, but we're not done. We're not done. We need to get into the sits. This is kind of my favorite part. Tell, tell me who I should leave on my bench, please. <laughs> Who's going to suck this week? Um, let's get into who to sit for week one for fantasy football. But before we do... Let's take uh, a quick pause for our sponsor. Okay, so we are raring to go and get into who we should sit for week one of the season. Michelle, let's start from the top. Let's talk running backs. Who's going to absolutely tank this week? Who do you think? All right, so the top two on my list that you should be sitting and probably shouldn't have even drafted, but if you did, I think you should sit them. Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, Zach Moss of the Bills. 
Zach Moss of the Bills, question mark, you may be saying. Michelle, you speak so highly of the Bills. You think they're going to be great. I do, but I think they are a big pass offense. I don't see them as a huge run offense. That could change, but I would say if you have Zach Moss, you probably shouldn't play him in the first week. Um, let's see how that shakes out over there. I see a lot of throwing you know, happening there, and uh, I, I just don't think that that's your strongest start. I also think the Raiders are a little bit in shambles. Josh Jacobs used to be a name that you would hear completely on the other end of this spectrum of you know, high drafting and playing him. I don't think that's the case anymore, um, and so I would avoid him this week for sure. These other two names I had in here, you're clearly not going to sit them, but they make me a little nervous. The Zeeks and the Saquons. You obviously drafted these guys in the first round, but each of them has a little bit of a downside to them. You know, I drafted Zeke last year real early. He didn't hold up his end of the deal for my team, so I'm still a little weary on him. Saquon, we all know, calves of steel, not calves of steel, quads of steel. He's back. Yes. He's excited. He, you know, he's pumped up. Like, he is, like, the captain, I feel like, of that team. He's going to be the one that's going to have to get those the Giants going. But, again, he didn't play all of last season. So, I'm not sitting here saying you should sit those guys. I They just make me nervous, so I had to at least mention them in the sit them section. Yeah, it's a good thing to mention, although I – I think it's a no-brainer that you start them. But I share the same apprehension because while you had Zeke last year, I had Saquon Barkley, and he played maybe one game for me before he went out. So I agree with that apprehension. Um, I also think there are a bunch of running backs that you can kind of – you can kind of tell just based on their opponents, but maybe a DeAndre Swift for the Lions against the Niners. Don't know if I would necessarily start him if you have better depth on your bench. Now, that being said, it's going to be it's week one, so don't panic too much with your running backs and who to start and who to sit. Um, keep your starts to your studs. Keep your sits to your streams uh, and start to bank, folks, and you'll figure it out after the first four, five, six weeks. Um, I feel good about those predictions in terms of running backs. So let's move on to quarterbacks here. Quarterbacks are interesting this year just because there is such, again, a range in the field. Um, is there anyone that you want to spotlight in terms of who you would personally sit if you had them or stream a new quarterback? You can, you can do it this year. It's possible. Here's the thing. These guys you probably didn't draft, so you're probably not playing them. If you do have them for whatever reason, I guess you have to play them, but hopefully you're not stuck in this situation. Um, don't get cute. Play your number one guys. Guys to avoid or, or you know, or, yeah, guys to avoid, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton. I know Jameis Winston has had, you know, success in the past. I don't think he's settled in, nor does he have very many weapons um, quite yet in uh, in New Orleans. I think that's going to be kind of a Camara all-day situation while they get, you know, settled down there. And Andy Dalton. I mean, we talked a lot about Andy Dalton last year. Oh, my God. I'm he's honestly, a new Aaron Rodgers on this show. I swear to God. I look, swear. I'm just kind of tired of talking about him. I think they have a tough matchup this week anyway against the Rams, but I'm just sort of tired of talking about him. I wish Justin Fields was getting the starting position. I kind of think Andy Dalton's probably like pooping his pants a little bit because there's a rookie right behind him ready to go. And so hopefully you don't have these guys. Um, if you do, I wouldn't be playing them is, is really where I'm at here. 
Yeah, but like, I I just really hope that Justin Fields eats Andy Dalton's lunch. Like his lunch is there on the table and he's about to get it eaten. So let's hope that happens. But yeah, this week is not the week to be starting Andy Dalton, especially against the Rams, but just in general, maybe not that. Um, I would say maybe also other teams that we have not quite proven themselves at quarterback to your point, Michelle, like between Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston, also maybe don't start Tua. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially against the Patriots D don't start Tua. I know he's got some spark plug excitement around him because it's his second year in the league. I personally would sit him. I would say the same maybe for Teddy Bridgewater moving over to the Broncos. Um, I don't know how it'll fare. And actually, the Giants may be pretty solid right out of the gate. So especially with the vigor of having Saquon back on the field. So I would also toss those two in for maybe who to sit this week. But I think more importantly than quarterback, because across the board, depending on who you get, you you should be pretty equal across the board on quarterbacks. Where you will probably need to do some streaming and rethinking over the first couple weeks here is wide receivers. Um, there's a bunch of folks to talk about here. Where where do we start? Where do we start? I mean, just to make sure everybody knows, you've got T.Y. Hilton, Michael Thomas, and Will Fuller 5 are all out for these first few weeks, for these first few games. Mm. You probably already know that. I know some people, a.k.a. my husband, uh, drafted Michael Thomas very, very, very late in our draft um, as like a super stash on his bench. Um, But that's really all that he can be at this point. Those are some big names in the wide receiver position that are out for the first few games. Um, a couple other names of, of folks that I would sit, and, and a lot of these things are really just because it's week one and you just need to see what the hell is going to go on here. I really like Jamar Chase. I have drafted him in one of my leagues, but I think he needs time to settle in. He's the wide receiver three. You need to kind of see a few games, see how that's going to happen. If you have him, he's probably one of your wide receiver two, three, maybe even four flex player kind of situation. I don't think week one's the time to have him in your lineup. He needs a little more time to settle in. And You know, the other two names that I have are on the complete other end of the spectrum from, you know, Jamar Chase, probably names that you wouldn't think we would be saying, but I've got Allen Robinson and Chase Claypool on the sit list this week. Um, Allen Robinson for the Bears I have on this list for two reasons. One, please listen to what we said about Andy Dalton before. Um, Two, they're playing the Rams. He's going to have Jalen Ramsey on him. I feel like the combination of having Jalen Ramsey on you and Andy Dalton as your quarterback is going to make your week really tough. Does it mean Allen Robinson is bad and he will not be helpful for you in the rest of your season? No, he's going to be great. But I think this is a terrible matchup and not seeing what Andy Dalton is going to do makes me very nervous um, for fantasy owners for Allen Robinson this week. I am a fantasy owner of Allen Robinson. I am also a fantasy owner of the next one here, who is Chase Claypool. And also Juju Smith-Schuster is on my roster. So I'm a little nervous about the, again, like Pittsburgh going into Bill's territory. You already touched on this when we talked about defenses to start versus sit. But I would say um, the wide receiving core for the Steelers Kind of a toss-up for me. Kind of a toss-up. Yeah. I don't know if it's a start or a st- sit for me. I'm a, I'm a little nervous there. I mean, I think Chase Claypool needs to stop dropping passes. I Again, I think this guy, I have Chase Claypool on one of my teams. I do think that he's valuable later on in the season, but I think he gets like, he gets the jitters and he, and he drops the ball too much. So I think against the Bills, 
in, you know, Bill's territory is going to be tough in week one for him. I don't think it's going to be a breakout week. Uh, for your situation, I definitely would, you know, lean heavily on, you know, Juju versus Chase Claypool in this situation just because of, you know, past experience and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, Chase Claypool's, you know, the moral story is he's got to stop dropping passes. And it's it's not right. just it's not just a bad thing for fantasy owners. It's a you know it's a bad thing for him. He needs to get his his confidence built back up, and so that's kind of why I'm leaning towards a sit him in in week one. Let him let him get those first week jitters out, and hopefully he proves to be valuable through the rest of the season. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I've heard a lot of people have been I've been chatting with a couple people on Twitter even who have been talking about like sliding in similar to Chase Claypool. They're like, should I slide in Cortland Sutton? Like. No, <laughs> don't do that. No cuteness. Just put in put in your veterans this first week. They know how to start a game. If they played for five seasons or so, four or five seasons, put them in and start them. If they haven't, if they're looking a little shaky after a year, like a Chase Claypool, maybe sit them the first round. Maybe yeah. sit them. You, uh, you just mentioned a Bronco there, which kind of leads me into, uh, you know, the tight end sit section. Again, a couple question marks here. I'm not entirely sure. Some of these guys are probably still on waivers. Um, but a couple of names that jumped out to me as, as potential sit this week. Noah Fant, I know he's kind of hit or miss. Some people are really high on him. I think I like Teddy Bridgewater. I like that he has Jerry Judy to throw to. I like that Noah Fant is on that team. I just think it's going to take a moment for that to settle in. Um, I also think the Giants D isn't bad. So maybe week one is not the week that Fant, you know, has a breakout. So that's kind of just the reason that I have him on, you know, sit him this week. Eric Ebron on Pittsburgh. I also have him on sit him. I'm just not bullish on him at all. And I think that Pittsburgh, um, you know, Buffalo matchup is is going to be a tough one I was going to say I think I'm just I'm sensing a trend here and this probably goes into who to sit for defense as well but just if you have Broncos players maybe sit them if you have Pittsburgh players maybe sit them or just think about them before you put them in because they have really tough matchups so and even uh and and the Dolphins too the Dolphins too against the Patriots it's it's a hard matchup for those three defenses versus uh versus whoever these offensive players are so it's probably worth thinking about sitting some of those folks um now with that in mind let's talk defense who to sit it's hard to sit a defense you know I think I think it's hard to to choose who to start to who to sit because it's so intuitive it's like just sit the defenses who are playing against the best offenses. Like it's very simple, you know, for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Um, I know there's a few we wrote down here to to sit uh, the Colts versus Seattle. You don't want to come out of the gate and let Russ cook against you. Also sitting Pittsburgh against the Bills. Like all intuitive things. Just think it through. Think it nice and thoroughly through. Ooh, speaking of thorough, that feels like a pretty thorough week one stardom situm breakdown, if you ask me. It does to me too, Michelle. I I mean, I, I feel a little bit rusty, I'm not gonna lie. Like this is the first time we've been on the mic for any of this stuff. Um I am I am very excited that we have done our very first episode though of Start and Sit. And I think a nice cherry on top, if you're cool with it, is Perhaps we think about sliding in at the end here as a as a nugget of knowledge at the end of each episode, who you should pick up off the waiver wires for week one. 
Do you have anyone you're thinking of? Because I mentioned someone earlier who I'll get to, uh, and I saw you shaking your head, so I want to unpack it. But yeah. I mean, look, waiver in week one is is pretty tricky. Under normal circumstances, you probably shouldn't be on the waiver wire unless, A, someone like Gus Edwards is on your team and you're screwed now and you need to pick somebody up. Or perhaps in your draft, maybe you overdrafted in a certain position. I know people that do that. Maybe they picked up a few extra wide receivers or running backs, but they didn't pick up a defense and they need to field a defense. So for the most part, you really shouldn't be too crazy on the waiver wire in week one unless of some of these extenuating circumstances. That said, I think a really sneaky stash, if you have someone that you want to drop after week one or whatever, I like Giovanni Bernard on the Bucks. I read a stat today and I did draft him. I drafted him. I like got really excited about it. <laughs> so let's hope this pays off. But most people didn't draft him, so he could be a sneaky waiver wire pickup. I read a uh, stat today that said Tom Brady threw 118 passes to running backs last year, and that was without a pass catcher as good as Giovanni Bernard on the Bucks. So you know you've got Ro- uh, Leonard Fournette. You know you've got Ronald Jones Jr. Those guys are not typically great pass catchers. Adding Giovanni Bernard and knowing Tom Brady – and the Bucks run a lot of those, you know, short dump passes to the running back position. Could be an interesting one to just stash them on your bench, see what happens. Who knows? If that guy starts catching and running, you're you're golden. That's the point of this waiver wire pickup situation. If you have if you have roster spots to fill that you can fill, take a flyer. I mean, I I probably went against the grain. We talked about this after our, our our last Friday's episode when we were talking about our draft and we unpacked our different teams. You talked about Giovanni Bernard and how you had some scaries about him. I had some scaries with some of the... I pro I, how I pooped my pants. Remember, it was poopy <laughs> pants after round seven or eight. We're gonna have to retire. Ab- We're gonna have to retire pooping your pants now uh, that I'm, drafts I'm, are over. I can't. Over. I can't. Po- poopy <laughs> pants is still happening. Maybe after this week. But I had some poopy pants moments for my team. I had some roster spots that were filled. I know. I can't keep Stop saying pants. it. <laughs> I can't. Um, I had some roster spots that I was not sure I should have filled with so many OGs. So I went a little wavery this week. I picked up Rondale Moore on the Cardinals, wide out for the Cardinals. And I also picked up Justin Jackson on the Chargers, who is the number two running back to um, to our friend Eckler. So those were my two sneakies. Um, I don't know if they'll pay off, but just keep an eye. I'm like very excited about Rondell Moore, who is the um, wide out two behind Christian Kirk and is a rookie. I'm also very excited uh, for Justin Jackson to potentially get a week one start. So that was just like a risky little little stream. Yeah, sometimes you got to risk it. I think this was the best first episode for fantasy football, official fantasy football season. I cannot wait for us to hang up the microphones, even though that's it's hanging up the phone. But you know what I mean? Hang up these mics, go watch Thursday Night Football, and hopefully everyone, as you're listening to this, did the same enjoyed your Thursday night football watching and you're listening to us now and hopefully we gave you some good watch outs tidbits but I think the biggest takeaway here is play your studs there's a reason you drafted these guys play them it's very early in the season no crystal ball nobody knows what's going to happen play your studs it's fantasy time now remember 
the other theme of this show, if lest you forget, aside from player starters, is also treat yourself. So treat yourself. This at the end of this episode, if you're feeling like you're gonna hit those waivers, you're gonna have a good old weekend and go enjoy football. Just remember to also check out our merch line on yourdraftqueens.com/merch. You can also find us on our socials at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. We'll have some promo codes for you and give us five stars if you really like the show. So, Michelle, treat yourself this weekend. Enjoy some buffalo dumplings if you can stand it. And, uh, and we'll see everybody on Monday for the huddle.